Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Sydney is fucked. Hi. The following podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and 2,000 dickheads marching through Sydney. Thousands of lockdown protesters refusing to wear masks have been condemned this afternoon after their violent stunt shut down central Sydney. They attack police and their horses calling for freedom from COVID restrictions. Dozens have been arrested. Monday the 19th has been called Freedom Day in England as most legal restrictions on social contact have been lifted. Who's back? He's back. I'm back. It feels like I never went away. What's the point in getting vaccinated if people are getting COVID anyway? This is an emerging mindset among the unvaccinated since reports of so-called breakthrough infections have become more frequent. And that's the kind of mindset that is putting millions of people at risk. Police now fear it will become a Delta super spreader event. This on the day COVID numbers soared to a new record, 163 cases, 45 of them infectious in the community. The Premier calling the protesters' behaviour utterly disgusting. The British Prime Minister has urged everyone to remain cautious with a warning that the number of new infections will continue to surge. Who's back? I'm back. I never went away. While billionaires around the world are shooting into space You can't even travel interstate to see your grandma's face Police had to be discerning though, after all, thousands en masse were breaching public health orders they say deprived them of their greatest right. We might be locked down Fairfield another four more weeks. And you've come here today from yes. Fairfield? Yes, yes. This virus is not going away. There's one ticket out of this crisis and that's vaccinations. It's me. Breakthrough cases occur in fully vaccinated people who test positive for coronavirus. But there's a difference between testing positive and getting sick. They're not a magic coat of armor that repels the disease like a superhero suit. That matters most for health chiefs too, working 18-hour days to keep numbers down. These scenes will break their hearts. It was clear today these people are not just protesting lockdowns and protesting vaccinations. As you can see, they are protesting us, effectively shooting the message. They're accusing the media of perpetrating Did you miss me? It's 2020. Hang on, this is just a Gladys lockdown. It's late and ineffective. It's 2020. It's time to lock this whole song down. Lock it down now. Hello and welcome to the ISOcast, your isolation advice podcast. My name is Patrick Cullen and I am your host. Today in Sydney, we had 163 new cases, which is the highest daily number recorded since the Delta variant outbreak began last month. 48 of those people were out in the community while they were infectious. And listen, at, uh, this morning at the 11 a.m. press conference, when I was watching that on Facebook, it had me thinking, who would be dumb enough at this stage to be out in the community with symptoms? I mean, sure, maybe some of them didn't know, but simultaneously, some of them definitely did. We've been in lockdown here for a month now. This isn't news. Why does this keep happening? 
cut to this afternoon, where thousands of people in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne all gathered in close proximity, largely without masks, to protest the lockdowns. Some of them carried signs with freedom or tyranny written on them. Others had QAnon slogans. In the middle of a pandemic with a Delta variant circulating in the community, these fucking dumbasses just guaranteed that we'll be in lockdown for a long freaking time. Congratulations! To try and lift my mood, which as you can hear is somewhat in the somber side, I'm going to call Indy Kwong. Indy's an actress, she's a producer, she's a creator, and she's got solutions to problems. She's got this relentless drive to achieve objective, and she also possesses arguably the cutest pup in town in our sweet boy Lenny. She's a bona fide legend, and I'm hoping she can bring some sunshine to my reign. Here's my chat with her from a little earlier. Hello. Hi, IK. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Are we live? We're live. Uh... Well, hello, Patrick Cullen, and hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first podcast, so, like, I hope I'm interesting. I'm a bit nervous. Indy, you are innately incredibly interesting. You have nothing to be nervous about, my friend. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk some shit with me. I, I really, I really do appreciate it. Um, I'm actually of feeling course. a bit fucked up at the moment, if I'm honest, my dude. I'm just looking at pictures <laughs> of these protesters in this city. Have you seen this shit? No, what's happening? Oh, dude, fuck. I'm going to send you a link. Um, it's okay. it's um, thousands of people are protesting in the center of the city about lockdowns. Um, as, oh, wow. Like, as we speak. And just, like, look at some of these pictures, would you? Like... There's queues of people and groups of people stretching the entire way through the CBD and nobody's got masks on and, uh, Indy. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's thousands of them. For the listeners at home, (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm at the Sydney Morning Herald, um, and there are images of people of all ages and all backgrounds, um, protesting, anti-lockdown protesting i suppose yeah there's people carrying signs with like freedom and tyranny and some of them have (laughs) QAnon slogans like save the children on them and it's just really kicked me in the side of the head indy i'm looking at this and i'm thinking we've got to we're going to be in lockdown for freaking months yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if this became a super spreader event right (laughs) And I don't know if that would like spur them on or or, or change their minds or I mean, I, yeah, I don't. Know. It's an amazing piece of mental gymnastics to protest for freedom from lockdowns, and all you're gonna do is mean that we're in lockdown for longer. Yeah, you know that's the only outcome of this. Yeah, I think something that I found really hard to kind of like comprehend, I suppose, is how divisive this has become and how it's really just highlighted a lot of issues that we we were already dealing with and were already there mm. and now they're just even more oh it's supposed post- sorry postman i'm podcasting <laughs> <laughs> thank you just leave it there okay oh nice indy what did you get getting the mail is the most exciting part is of the it- day <laughs> oh my god you know what it is what is it patrick <laughs> 
I ordered one kilogram of loose leaf chai tea. That doesn't say a lot about me. I don't know This what is exactly will. why I wanted to have you on the show, pal. Because, like, my reaction to reading this news today was immediately to go and crack a beer and go and just wallow. And I was like, <laughs> Indiana Kwong is out there being this wholesome, fucking beautiful human uh, in amongst all of this bullshit. And then maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's what we all need to do is just go and buy a whole kilo of chai. I mean, this chai... Shout out to um, the Tea Project. <laughs> yeah, plug them. I'm happy for that. <laughs> um, this chai is honestly like crack. So can recommend. Um, if you like, you can use my referral code <laughs> for uh, 0% off. Indiana 20. I'm not Get an no but. discounts at all. <laughs> uh, I mean... But how you been? How you been coping with this whole lockdown, return to isolation, the isolation start, strikes back? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. I, I, I think the hardest thing is not finding stuff to do to fill the time. I think the hardest thing is like sitting down and actually starting them. But, but as I... As I say that, um, I am realizing that I'm currently employed and I'm shooting a TV show at the moment. What? How? So we have um, a permit, I suppose, to continue shooting and I presume it gets reviewed every week or whatever and we have very strict guidelines that we have to follow. Oh, wow. But there are a few productions in Australia and New South Wales that are continuing on. So that's amazing. I at least get to leave the house a couple of days a week. Um, so yeah, so that, that's that's that's. Like, I'm very grateful for that. Process wise, do you have to get tests every other day? Are you getting like temperature checked and masking up all the time? Like, what does it look totally. like on set? Totally. I mean, it's actually. Whilst I am grateful, it's been one of the more stressful, like stressful experiences I've ever had because we, yeah, we do have to wear a mask right up until we roll camera. And we get tested twice a week on set. Like a private nurse comes and does it and they get like expedited. So we get the results within like four hours. Oh, wow. If anyone is from an area that's like had, you know, I don't know, like Fairfield is one of them and yeah. a few other areas, like they literally aren't allowed to come in. If you have a sore throat, can't come in. Like it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty insane. Holy crap, those poor producers and first AD must be swinging schedules all the time. It really is. We we were supposed to shoot in Canberra and that's not happening. So now, you know, the schedule's being like flipped on its head basically. And so we're shooting later episodes a lot earlier. So then, you know, we haven't had as much time with the scripts and, you know, it's <laughs> it's challenging, but it's, Holy you know, at least we're still shooting, you know. Indy, that's mental that is crazy town. I can't believe that's that's going down. And I'm assuming there's like 20 COVID marshals walking around with 1.5 meter sticks, making sure that everybody stays <laughs> apart. Yeah, it's 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 like that. And a lot of members of public, um, concerned citizens, as, as you would call them, have come up to us, not wearing masks, ironically. Wow. To be like, I'm I'm just a bit confused. Uh, what what are you what are you doing? It's a lockdown. Um, yeah, and right. Like, Please continue on because you do not have a mask. Uh, 
<laughs> and don't worry, we have a permit. But a couple of times, you know, <laughs> there's there's been instances like that. But oh, mate, that's mental. Um, last lockdown, rolling the clock back, okay, I'm not sure if you remember this, but I briefly had a job as a COVID safety marshal on a film set. I do remember. <laughs> and it was the worst job I've ever had in my life. I absolutely hated it. My whole gig was like walking up to people like who were engaging in friendship and being like, sorry, mate, if you want to chat to this human, you've got to be 1.5 metres apart. I literally had a stick and I would space people out um, so they can <laughs> continue. And, you know, like trying to... I mean, people who haven't been on this film set might not know, but, like, camera teams work really closely together, and they have to, you know? Like, moving lenses and swinging lenses and actually shooting the camera is not something that you can do 1.5 metres away from other people. Um, and it was just such a nightmare. I, I hated it. So I, I have nothing but respect for the poor team that is doing that for a full TV show. That must be insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, big, big shout-out. <laughs> Again, another shout-out to... Uh, Joel and Claudia, who are doing a fantastic job at um, enforcing the law <laughs> in a friendly way. In a friendly, kind way. Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. So you've been on this show. Have you still been doing your day jobs for Casting Networks and all those other guys as well? I sure have. Um, You're yes. mental, dude. I don't know how you do all these things. I, I don't know how you pull it all off. I mean, this is what I think to myself when I wake up every morning. But I honestly don't know. I I honestly don't know. I think, I mean, you know, anxiety, it's, it's a double-edged sword because it really does get me up and get me going because I'm afraid of, of not achieving anything in the day. But at the same time, you know, I'll probably like drop dead at 50. <laughs> I'll, I'll burn bright, but I'll burn fast. <laughs> I don't think so, mate. The way that you take care of your body, you're out there drinking 100 bloody litres of chai, that's surely going to stand you in good stead for the long run, Indy. That's going to that's gonna push you in the long run. Mate, that sounds that sounds very punchy. Um, that, sounds, that sounds really huge, balancing all of that. Did you lose any work? Did you lose any gigs because of lockdown? Yeah. Well, yeah, like a few things have been shifted, um... Your guest last week, um, Tel Benjamin. Oh he, yeah, <laughs> he and I were making a music video that was um, set to shoot last weekend. So that's been indefinitely postponed, which has been a shame. But I mean, you know, it just time spent in reconnaissance is seldom wasted. So now we just have even more time to yeah get all of that pre-production stuff sorted, and so that as soon as we're we're back and we're we're up and running again, we can pull the trigger. Which at this stage, given today's um, March and Super Spreader event, is probably going to be sometime <laughs> in late October, early November. But it's going to be great, Indy. You know, everybody loves spring. So awesome. I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped for that for you too, my friend. Uh, Indy, this brings us nicely to Existential Dread. Existential Dread. On a scale from one to ten, 10, how would you rate your existential dread right now with 10 being you know a quivering mess and one being happy-go-lucky like a 12 <laughs> <laughs> no no that's you sound a lie. I'm not very like good for a 12 okay yeah. you sound very good for a 12 no i i think i'm confident we we will survive we will push through everything's going to be fine eventually i think what what really weighs on me is this sense of wasting time 
or like I'm falling behind. Mm. Like I, I'm I'm 25. I'm in my prime. <laughs> I, you know, I, I want to go out and like experience things and hustle and make mistakes and make new friends and seduce men and <laughs> etc. And who can you blame know, you? Like, yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling like this. Like it's sort of almost like you have to press pause, but you still get older. Mm. And I think a lot of people are going to have you know a gap on their resume, and that's just something that we'll all have to accept, really. But for someone like me who's constantly pushing myself to the limit, on one on the one hand, it's a blessing because my body's like, hey, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had so many, I have so many um, plans and dreams and things that I, I want to keep working towards that have to shift and change now, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that, mate. I, I was even um, putting my CV, my acting CV together a bit earlier in the year. And by earlier in the year, I mean like literally four weeks ago um, <laughs> before we went into lockdown, which feels like a lifetime. Uh, it does. And, and I, had that, I was struck by that as well, being like, oh, I really didn't get up to much between like 2019 and 2020. I was like, oh, Pat, you, it was a lockdown. You weren't, you weren't able to do a lot. Um, and I think, yeah, it, it is. I think it'd be really weird. Can you imagine trying to be like a high school kid now who like maybe is just oh. coming through the end of year 12 or, you know, starting year 12 and or finishing and being like the world that you're coming out into would just feel so fucking strange. Yeah. I'm, my younger brother, Finney, he's in year 12 right now. Oh, and right. Yeah. He might, luckily he got through trials um, at school, like physically at school. And then, you know, hopefully he'll be able to do his actual HSC in the room as well. But yeah, it's, I think he, I mean, he doesn't say much, but, <laughs> you know, he's a teenage boy. But um, I've got about four words in their vernacular, except that they're me. That, that's it. Yeah, yep. exactly. But I'm sure he's <laughs> struggling on some level. <laughs> I'm sure internally he's, he's barely creeping along. Um, <laughs> yeah, poor old Finney. I think it'd be a really weird time. I mean, it's always weird being in the end of high school anyway, but I think particularly exactly. now it'd be just fucked. Poor little bastard. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're doing okay on the existential dread front, Indy. I, I think that mine got pushed up to about a nine today because of these protests. Yeah. I had this like, had this thing the other day, like when, when we first went into lockdown, I was like, actually great. Like my body really needed some time off and I was really happy just to fucking batten down the hatches for a little while. And I think that's a, a testament to my privilege really that I was, I was able to be in that sort of spot. Um, totally. Yeah. But now staring down the barrel of it and, you know, with 40 people still infectious in the community today with this huge fucking protest that's gone on, it's just made my whole insides go, will I be able to get back to see my family at the end of the year? And I just don't know if I'm going to be able to pull that off. You know, I just don't know what that's yeah. going to be. Yeah, I last Christmas didn't see my immediate family um, because they had the fortunate slash unfortunate privilege of being on the northern beaches. Oh, fuck <laughs> and yeah. so, and so they were cut off from the rest of us. So I'm also thinking, is this going to be another Christmas? without, you know, with just me and the dog, you know. <laughs> and fortunately, the Lenny is a great dog. 
Um, I actually, he is a great dog. I actually put that in my intro, I mean, how much of a sweet boy Lenny is, because uh, <laughs> I thought that was important for everybody to know, to get an idea of you as a character, Indy, is, is how much of a sweet boy Lenny is. Um, but, yeah, it is a fear, right? Like how suddenly we're struck, or at least I'm struck, I don't know if you are, I'm struck with the thought of how long is this going to go on for and what is that going to mean for my life? and the people around me, you know, like it, it's starting to feel a bit no end in sight, you know? Yeah. I think something that I, I really don't like is being out of control and mm. indefinite lockdown worldwide pandemic, you know, <laughs> there is absolutely nothing that you or I can do about that, unfortunately. So no, Denada. it's about, yeah, just accepting that we really do have almost zero control over externally what happens to us. So I don't, I mean, I haven't, I'm not sure I have come to terms with that, to be honest. I don't, I don't really know how to navigate that because this is all very new for most of us. So. And it feels like after doing it last year, we should be better at it this year. It feels like, <laughs> given we've got experience in the area, we should have got better. We should have improved. But I haven't compared my season one to my season two yet, but I wonder how similar it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this is the podcast that no one wanted a season two. Of. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. Me too. I didn't want one either. But here we are. Okay. <laughs> here we are trying to just find our way through it. Fuck me. Um, friend, what's been, what's been helping you? What have you been finding some joy in Indy? What have you been doing with your time when you've had free time in amongst all of your other projects, which has been bringing you some solace? Yeah, no, I have, I have had free time, um, which has been really nice. Uh, I'm learning Mandarin. Um, no way. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you using to learn Mandarin, Indy? I'm using uh, shout out Duolingo. Ah, <laughs> oh, classic! All right, and it, everyone says good things about Duolingo. Yeah, I I started French on there years ago, and and now I've just come back to it, literally last week for Mandarin, and I have learnt some Mandarin already. I was having private lessons um, last year, but it's it's pretty good. I mean, the only thing is, like, there's really no way to check if you're pronunciating things right so it really relies on your pronunciating things level right, of <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly see <laughs> bow, bow. Um, but basically i'm i did a quiz like an overview quiz of what i had done so far mm. and at the end of it it was like congratulations you've mastered two percent of the entire course oh god oh jeez duolingo and i was like i don't know that's probably something i didn't need to know right now but yeah, so, so Mandarin, um, I've been meditating, um, oh, podcasts. Cool, Are you uh, a, like, headspace or calm meditating person? Like, do you crack out an app, Indy, or do you just do it off your, your history of doing meditations in the past? I cannot do it unguided, unfortunately. I use Sam Harris's app. It's called Waking Up. Oh, yeah, Waking Up with um, Sam Harris. All right, all right, all right. Yep, yep. Um, he's like a... Somewhat of an idol for me, Sam Harris. Why is Sam Harris an idol of yours, okay? In my opinion, 
he's quite controversial, I suppose, but in my opinion, he's a voice of reason kind mm. of that really cuts through all of the messy, politicized kind of Bullshit. bipolar. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's incredibly intelligent and, and very open and curious and he questions everything and he doesn't claim to be a prophet. Right. A lot of, you know, he has confidence because he can back everything up with research and, and he brings in guests that are experts in these fields. He's not claiming to be an expert in every field. And I think we need more of that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I was just saying to Tom that one of the um one of the worst phrases which I think I've I've has, has come to the modern lexicon is do your own research. Um, I think I think what I'd love to bring back is listen to more experts. Um, that's mm. that's something that I'm I want to bring back. I might make t-shirts. My first Isocast t-shirt might be um, the Isocast. Listen to more experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Because right? there is it's a very treacherous kind of environment. I mean, even Google you can't really trust in terms of showing you. Um, yeah neutral results for things it's, it's easy yeah. to manipulate you can manipulate those searches you can manipulate what appears at the top if you effectively know what you're doing with a website construction yeah and many times i've been talking to friends from either side of the spectrum and they've got one statistic and i've got a completely conflicting one and you go well uh, we're scratching our heads not knowing which one is is accurate totally it's very frustrating I mean, it, it's, it kind of blows my mind in a, in a lot of ways, and I've been thinking about this for a, quite a while, that with, when the internet was invented, I think everyone was like, hey, all of information in all of history is now available at the fucking press of a button. You want to find something the fuck out? You can. We're never going to have a problem with information ever again. And all we've had ever since is problems with information and truth. Like... When you get access to everything, it's impossible to know what you're looking at. And and as you say, like for every one statistic somebody's got, somebody else has got the the direct opposite. It's like mm-hmm. it's uh, maybe 100%. I've read too much Satra, but it's all starting to feel fucking meaningless. You know, like Christ gets me. Okay, absolutely gets me down. Anyway, listen, I'm glad Sam Harris brings you so much joy and I'm glad he brings in such wonderful experts that you can hear from and learn from and and relate to. That sounds like a fucking dream, my friend. Yeah, it is. He is a dream. Sam, if you're listening. (laughs) Sam, if you're listening, Indy Kwong, give her a call. Contact the ISOcast. I'll pass on her details. You can get in touch. Um, I would love that. Indie, I, I was doing Headspace for a while there and I really liked it. I really liked that that British man on there. I really liked their silly animations, but I haven't done any meditation for a while. So maybe that's a thing I should get back to. Maybe that's something I should do again in my life. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that meditation is something that's only beneficial when you're doing it. But I think it's more beneficial in a very holistic sense because it really teaches you to be mindful and you can carry that into the rest of your day Mm. and the rest of your interactions with people. And it does, you know, something that's instead of going, I'm depressed about lockdown, you're able to kind of zoom out and take a step back almost and realize that 
what you're experiencing is an emotion yeah. and it's essentially that's what it is it's an experience it's not yeah you kind of in a good way lose your sense of self and become less obsessed with how horrible it is and more intrigued by the effect that it is having on your life mm. that sounds like a fucking yeah, lovely I paradigm I, shift. <laughs> I like yeah. that i like that india that sounds really fucking nice dude all right Get in some meditation, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get back into some too. Um, have you been watching anything or reading anything, Indy, that's brought you a bit of joy? Mm, I Yes, I watched uh, The Mauritanian the other night, which is a film on Amazon. The Mauritanian? Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah, dude, it's, it's incredible. It's basically about a suspected 9-11 um, conspirator who was taken to um prison in the well not in the u.s and um guantanamo guantanamo mm. and about how he was treated there and his lawyers and it's yeah it's essentially just his story but it really poses some interesting questions about the ethics of what goes on there i'm nancy hollander this is my associate we wish to represent you we are seeking the death penalty, but if we miss something, this guy goes home. Let's get to it. Call this number. Speak to my mother. Tell her, I don't know, something nice. The U.S. government is holding upwards of 700 prisoners in Guantanamo. Since when did we start locking people up without a trial in this country? That's a lot of cases. It, it's, it's based on his book. He, he wrote a book about his time there, which a lot of it was uh, redacted for security reasons bet, but yeah. you, you get the gist like anyway it was very powerful some jodie foster's in it and um shailene woodley's in it oh, damn, she's and great. oh she's great and then the guy that plays the main character his name is tahir rahim and he's like an incredible actor he was also in the serpent on netflix oh right okay which is a great series that i also watched so <laughs> That's two recommendations for the price of one, Indy. What a treat, what a dream. Yeah, bada bing. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. That's really great, dude. I love that. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard of that at all, so I would love to give that a red hot go. I've been going back through Glow with Polly because um, she's Aww. never seen it, and it's been so much fun. And it's a wonderfully fun show, that. So I've been doing that and living the dream. But I could do something a little heavier. I could get that into my life. Yeah, and, and I mean, mixed in with that has also been uh, all three seasons of Lego Masters on Channel Nine. <laughs> Yippee ki yay, Lego Masters! <laughs> Which you can absolutely blame Sasha Dyer, David Burrows, and Tell Benjamin, Benjamin for. Yep, yep. Because it's been a slippery slope, and yeah if you have any questions about it just talk to them because it's completely and utterly their fault i'm now obsessed with lego are you now obsessed with lego india have you fallen down into the crevasse that is lego i yeah so i I watched all three seasons and i was like i just i want to have a go you know i want to build something and so i was like maybe i'll just order like a little you know a little something something from lego Mm -hmm. and i i jump on the site and i had the realization that lego is very expensive it's it's not like a you don't really just buy like a thirty dollar thing like what you get for thirty dollars is is not a lot it would take you like ten seconds to build the things that are made for adults are upwards of two hundred dollars 
you know. Oh, so shit. It's okay. an expensive, it's in a very expensive hobby. And again, you can blame those three culprits <laughs> because I, I owned an ard and then I, I caved and I spent $270 on a treehouse. <laughs> Oh, Indy, oh no, bud. But you know what? I'm having a great time and <laughs> it's almost finished. It looks awesome. It's super cute. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I've I've intentionally, because those guys are some of my closest friends, I've been intentionally avoiding Lego Masters in the full knowledge <laughs> that if I watch that show, I mean, I'll even rephrase that, when I watch that show, I'm I'm gonna fall real deep, real fast. I I, I know that it's built for thirty year old nerds with disposable income, and I am exactly in that in that vernacular. Exactly, you will, you will. So make sure you're ready for it when you begin, and make sure that you have a savings account. <laughs> Open a savings account so your thirty year old child can play uh, Lego when they're older, folks. Do it now. <laughs> put, put some Dip money. into that term deposit. I tell you, it's worth it. I'm, Sell those ETFs. <laughs> ditch your Bitcoin. <laughs> buy, <laughs> buy Lego. <laughs> I love that, Indy. I think that's a very powerful recommendation, my friend. Uh, and have you been getting out and doing some exercise, dude? You've been going for a couple of runs. What do you do to try and do something physical? Yeah, that's something I really miss. I normally train like four, five times a week at a fight gym in Bondi. R.I.P. Bondi. R.I.P. Fight Gym. So. R.I.P. Krav Maga. See you later. <laughs> yeah, so I just work out at home. Uh, I'll do like yoga, strength stuff, and then I'm trying to run, but I'm. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like it, Indy? It's hard, Pat, and it's like monotonous. And yeah, these things are true. Yeah, maybe I'd feel differently if I was living in the south of France and I was like running up and down like fucking rolling hills wow. at sunset. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm in suburbia. Uh <laughs> A concrete jungle with roadworks, traffic lights, and, you know, Lenny, as much of a sweet boy as he is, he gets so excited that he's pulling to go faster. I'm pulling him to go slower because I'm, like, dying. And so it ends up being, like, a battle. Oh, Indy, so, it sounds look, like the a nightmare. The furthest I've gone is, like, 4Ks. Okay, that's as far as I've I've managed to last that's pretty so good far. dude that's about as far as i can run i only I only sort of do about 4ks and i'm i'm fucked so i i respect your four. okay well i don't feel that bad then <laughs> no i don't i mean we can't all be freaks like tell who can just run 10ks and and like do it in 40 minutes like some kind of fucking wild man um are you on the nike run club app i actually am yeah <laughs> great are you doing those guided runs with coach bennett no, I haven't done any guided oh. runs yet. I've just like pressed the the play button because it's kind of satisfying, I think, to like look at it at the end. Totally, like, it does make you feel better. 
Um, do do a guided run. Uh, Coach Bennett is the guy. He's this very enthusiastic American dude who's in your ear holes. And the first couple of times I did runs with him in my ear holes, I was like, fuck this fucking guy. Fuck his enthusiasm. Screw you, Coach Bennett. Um, you know, who's there being like, you're an athlete. You've done it. You've crossed the starting line. You've done it. You're an, you're amazing. You know how I know? Because you're a runner. Hey, how you doing? I was just listening to you talk to yourself. And I was walking um, and I heard a question. How do I start running? Who, I know wait, the who, answer. Wait, wait, who are you? Coach Bennett, the Nike running global head coach. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking answer. runner, mate. I am a bloke wow. desperately just trying to keep off those KGs, just desperately trying to get some endorphins in my head. And do, um, do, Can you play music at the same time? Yeah, so it links in with Spotify and it has okay, suggested playlists that you can play and he sort of pops in your ears like every couple of minutes and just like reminds you of stuff he'll be like just check your form make sure your arms are in the right spot that your chin's slightly ahead of your chest that are you running too fast right now if it hurts you should back it off um and he and he like comes in with uh how are you feeling right now are you feeling great great keep doing what you're doing are you feeling terrible maybe just back it off a bit um, at the Are you t- feeling terrible? Too bad. Keep going. <laughs> Too bad. Keep running. Anyway, listen, I am now a convert. I'm a big fan of Coach Bennett. I really like his nonsense and I, I recommend him. So give him a go. Have a okay. crack at the I'll give, I'll give him a shot. Yeah. And also... Uh, accept my friend request then on Nike Run Club, Indy. So then you, we can both beat David Burrows and keep him oh, at the bottom Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Sorry, Dave, but I feel confident <laughs> that I could beat Dave. Yeah, yeah. So but far, my I couldn't beat Tell. <laughs> no, none of us are getting close to Tell Benjamin, but my mum is currently beating me, which I feel a little bit oh, sad that's about. Bleak. <laughs> that's very bleak. That's pretty bleak. Uh, she's... She's, you know, um, pushing 60, my mum, and um, she's definitely run more Ks this month than I have. But, you know, impetus, Indy, to, to catch Susie Cullen, to bloody track her down, grab her. This is uh. great. This is what I need. I need some accountability. I think, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very competitive. And um, I, I, I dated a guy for a few weeks who was a an avid runner. Oh, yeah. And so, <laughs> like... I started running because <laughs> that's what you do, you know. You just—I don't know. I, had, I felt like I had something to prove. Um, and how'd you go? Yeah, did you yeah. ever track him, catch him down, Indy, or did he always outpace you? Hell no. He, I'm like he was like marathon level. Ah, oh, right? fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot you can do about that, pal. I think your four Ks are very impressive, Indy, and I tip my cap <laughs> to you, bud. Just consider Thank me. You. Thank you. Tipping my cap. Um, my friend, we are close to getting out of time here, but I just wanted to know if there was any other recommendations or thoughts you had for our friends and people that might be tuning in, you know, across the globe who find themselves in ISO or lockdown. Any other thoughts, things that you've been doing that have been finding really good for you, IK? Um, I think, well, I think it's going to be different for everyone, but I, I think... It's important to not feel like you have to do something because that's something that people do during lockdown. Mm. But if you don't want to exercise for three weeks, then, you know, don't exercise for three weeks. (laughs) I think we beat ourselves up so much for the things we're doing or the things we're not doing. And 
I think now is the time to really check in and and manufacture joy for yourself. Oh. And yeah, that's manufacture joy. India. I'm still figuring it out, so I think if we just keep figuring it out. That's really all you can do. There's no answers. Mate, a hundred percent. And I love the concept of manufacturing some joy. Indy, manufacture that joy. Bloody. Yes. Get into your joy factory, turn the machines on and do stuff that makes you happy. Because that's the only way you're going to get through this thing for however long it goes for. Absolutely. I mean, in just a few hours, I'll be uh, FaceTiming some friends and we're going to eat dinner together and we all picked up a Messina make your own pie kit. Oh, shit. Which also comes with like discounted ice cream. Oh, so I ordered shit. one litre of Messina oh. ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked it up yesterday. It's in the freezer and we're all going to bake it and eat it together. And now, also do little tours of our Lego builds. So. That... Indy is manufacturing <laughs> joy. That doesn't sound like friendship. That <laughs> is, no. that is the stuff, um, mate. Thanks so much for your time today. It was really lovely to talk to you. Really lovely to hear your voice. Thanks for having me. You're the best, Indy Kong. I'll see you real soon, hopefully. Yes. Thanks, mate. Good luck on set. See you, Pat. See you, Indy. Bye. Thanks so much to Indy Kwong for joining us on the show. What a legend. Thank you, Indy. I hope I get to see that face of yours and cuddle that dog of yours very soon. Let's do some credit, shall we, folks? Intro music was Sammy J with Feels Like 2020, ABC TV. News clips today were from Channel 7, ABC News, BBC and MSNBC, all from the 24th of July. Other clips from the Manchurian trailer, that's 2021, STX, Lego Masters Fox slash Channel 9, the Nike Running Club from the Nike Running YouTube channel, and our backing track today is Local Forecast by Kevin McLeod off Groovy 2016. Kevin does a range of royalty-free music at Incompetech.com, um, and you should really check it out. All of our music is used in conjunction with our APRA Amcrost micro podcast license. And we will be back next week and every week forever until we're out of lockdown, ladies and gentlemen. Look after yourselves out there, folks. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Get vaccinated and stay away from the maskless freedom protests, would you? Thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. You can always find us on the internet at the ISOcast. Share this podcast. Spread it around. Send it to a friend. And get vaccinated. Whoa.